Straight up. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Show me the money! I need to feel you, Jerry! Show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! We like, like the juice, juice huh? Yeah. Juice is good. Very good. So good. All right, it's another edition of the Cashin' Out Podcast with Anthony Rothman and Moneyline Mark. I'm Scotty Vegas, and guys, it is championship game weekend, and I can't wait to get into it. But first, Mark, you've got a NBA story you got to share with us from last night. Yeah, pretty wild one. Um, you know, I've been on a, a big heater with NBA. I've been doing a lot of four or five leg parlays with, you know, points, rebounds, assists, and maybe some other stats here and there. So I've been winning quite a bit lately. And it's kind of cascaded its way to my neighbors. So they've been really big on, on NBA lately, too. We had our poker night, monthly poker night last night. So a bunch of people jumped in on the action. And I'll give you some of the highlights. So I had uh, Garland, Kyrie, and Tatum, uh, points, rebounds, assists. They all hit. And then I had Luca for my fourth leg. Um, so all I needed for him was to hit. And then, you know, it was like a basically a 10-to-1 return. Ooh. And, and the guy hurts his ankle within the first couple minutes of the game, and he's out. So I lose that one. Then, you know, my neighbors, uh, one of them, he, one of my neighbors doesn't care for Kyrie. So he substituted Jaden Ivey in, and then he didn't want to go with Luka, so he put Ka- Kawhi Leonard in for the late game. So he had the same thing going. Everything was hitting. And then uh, Kawhi was half a point from hitting at the end of the third quarter oh. and they don't play him the entire fourth. So he lost by half a point, another <laughs> 10 to one, another 10 to one uh, parlay. And then the final one, this one was, this one I did have some skin in. this one really hurt. Um, so we did the, the Celtics were down by like nine points with four minutes to go last night. And we live bet on Celtics. Cause you know, they're at home. We felt good about the way it was going to, you know, finish. So they come all the way back, tie it up. Then it goes into overtime, so we're all like, yes, we're golden, you know, because we had some, some other players playing too, like Jalen Brown, for instance. We needed 24 points from Jalen Brown. So the guy had the end of uh, overtime, Celtics are down by two. They foul Jalen Brown going, going to the hole, yeah. put him on the line for two. The guy misses both free throws, which would have given us the 24 points and would have given us uh, at least a tie to push to, to double overtime. Oh. So anyway, just a, just a mess at the buzzer. Uh, but overall, it's been fun betting on these NBA games. Oh, man, bad beat city right there. Jeez. All right. Well, that's rough. I, I've got a couple bad beats that I've had recently, too. Uh, not quite as bad as what, what that sounds like, though. All right. Let's get into this championship weekend. But before we do that, I want to look back because we had a little contest last week on last week's cashing out. And we each picked uh, against the spread for all four games. And then we picked the uh, top passing yards guy, past receiving yards player and the past ru- the, the top rushing yards guy and uh i'm just gonna tell you right now i won <laughs> three to two to two we did not do very well Horrible. in the um in the props category but Horrendous. we did okay in the uh in the spreads i went three and one and you guys both went two and two and the difference anthony i know what it was was the jags late field yep. goal to lose by only seven yep no that was i knew it right then it, it felt like they were going to cover that nine i was very confident of it and they had it in the bag and and then, of course, they were 
capable of playing soft because they're up two scores. And it wasn't a gimme field goal. You know, I think it was a 48, 47, 48 yard or something like that. Um, but he made it, and then I knew I was cooked on that one. And the one I really – I know we all second-guess ourselves, and why not, right? Um, if we had the results, we'd all be uh, on easy street right now. But I am upset at myself that I, I talked myself out of the Eagles. And it was one of those things where I've liked them all year. I did. I, I knew it was a red flag when they were offering 7.5. When you're offering over a key number like that, it just made me feel like, okay – the Giants can be as confident in the world, but they're not going in there and covering that. Now, I talked myself into it. Division rival, um, the fact that they had played him competitively last time, the fact that Giants are confident. Hurts may not be 100%. We didn't know. And I just I bought into their confidence. And then I really should have gone back because I know the Vikes so well. And that, that win over the Vikes was not that historic. It wasn't that big. It just was... People call the Giants fake good this year, and I, I should have realized they were going to hit a wall hard, and I didn't, and I up, I'm upset. I mean, it went that's fine. Went 500. No, yeah, no harm, no foul. But that was the one that bothered me even more than the Jags, honestly. Yeah. So they, I they look good the week prior, though. You know, against yeah. the Giants were great. The against week the Vikings, though, the worst defense in the NFL. Like that's why I did, and they barely won. Yeah. Like it to me. Mark, that was where I, I shouldn't have put a lot of stock in that. Just like I didn't put a lot of stock in the Cowboys, what they did to Tampa. I didn't. I learned my lesson on that because I didn't think Tampa was all that good. And I should have applied the same logic to the Giants. It's so funny how the public reacts so much to the previous game that they just saw. Like, you, whatever happened the previous 16 weeks doesn't matter because – what the, the what's fresh in your mind is the last game. And and obviously bookmakers know that. They know that the public reacts to the last thing they saw, which is why the Cowboys were a team that was so heavily bet and, and why people wanted to take them against the 49ers. It makes sense because the last thing that we saw on Monday night was the Cowboys looking fantastic. The week before that, they looked so bad against Washington. So it's, it's just what's fresh in your mind. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I will say so now we, we, none of us did well in the in the player prop contest last week. We're going to do this all over again. We're going to pick <laughs> the spreads Thank again you. and we're going to pick the uh, the same props a, again. But before I do that, the other thing I wanted to go back on was before the playoffs started, we did a little draft of teams that we thought would get the most wins and the Super Bowl champion in the playoffs. And uh, this was this was right at the start of the playoffs, and I'm going to re- rehash what the draft went like. Uh, Anthony had the first pick in that and took the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had the second, put, second pick. I took the Chiefs. Then Mark went Bengals and Eagles uh, at 3-4. Then I went 49ers, Anthony Dallas. Then Anthony again with the Chargers. I had... Green Bay is my sleeper team, and Mark had uh, Tampa Bay. So looking at it, we had we, we, of the four teams that are in the championship weekend, we had it in the top five picks. Yeah, there have been no ups. There have been no Cinderella's. No. Cinderella's are all gone. You know how powerful this final four is. They're calling it one of the most evenly matched semifinals in NFL history. Yep. Uh, all the look-ahead lines for the Super Bowl, no matter what scenario, are all inside a field goal. Yeah. Uh, they might even be inside two points. I don't know. One. Oh, I one. saw one yeah. for each matchup. Yeah, so obviously it doesn't matter that the Super Bowl is in Phoenix, the fact that it's indoors. Like, nothing matters. These four teams all have what it takes to win any given day. 
And so that's why this is so beautiful and why we're going to get so much fun action on this game. But yeah, no, there, there's just, there hasn't been that wild card. I think if I'm trying to think if, uh, what could, I mean, Dallas, could they have played better? Dak throws those picks, you know, they could have easily beaten San Francisco in that game. But um, other than that, no, I mean, this is Cincinnati going into Buffalo and doing what they did to him, holding them to 10 points. Um, that's no fluke. Uh, this is not a fluke upset. They are as real as it gets right now. And the only reason that that spread flipped back to Kansas City is because now there's there's evidence of Mahomes in full practice. Yep. Video of him moving around, looking okay on that ankle. All right, I can't wait to get to these picks because I'll tell you, I'm having a really hard time making my picks either way. So I can't wait to hear the way you guys are going on it. Um, all right, so we're going to start out with the NFC Championship game. Right now, the current spread, it has actually moved up to three. Most mm. of the week, it was Philadelphia minus two and a half. It has now moved up to Philadelphia minus three against San Francisco. And, Anthony, we'll let you go with the first pick here. Yeah, I liked it a lot more two and a half, I'll tell you that much, because <laughs> you got to expect this thing to be uh, right there. So, I, you know, if if you like San Fran, you know, maybe you, you tease – maybe you uh, – well, you're fine. I think you could tease it up, I guess, to three and a half if you felt like you wanted to do that. I'm not going to doubt the Eagles at home. I'm not going to do it. Um, CMC has a bruised calf. Now, will he play? Of course. How effective he will be, I don't know. Elijah Mitchell has a groin. I don't think that's very good. I think it puts a lot of pressure on Purdy. Certainly the defense can carry the day for them. It has for a long time. And I do know the dogs have been really good in conference championship games last you know, 10 of them. I think they're seven and three. And Shanahan is very good against the spread in playoff games. And we get to find out what Sirianni has in his bag if yeah. things are if things are tight. Because, you know, right. I like his attitude. He's very cocky and confident. Yet now he's in a championship game at home. How tight do they feel? But I am I didn't know it went to three. That's a little bothersome to me because mm-hmm. I was very confident at two and a half in taking the Eagles. So I'm going to stay with Philly. I think, you know, what's the worst happens, maybe you get a push if they win by three. So I am going to uh, take the Eagles. I'm going to kind of learn my lesson. It's a tough place for Brock Purdy to go into. Now, like, they may not ask him to do everything, but he's got to do enough to get that offense going, especially if the running game is not where it should be for the 49ers. And if the Eagles can block Bosa and the boys – then I think Hertz is going to get him. So I'm going to take the Eagles and lay the three. Giving three. All right, yeah. Mark, where are you? I feel almost identical to Anthony. Um, I, I like it a lot more at two and a half, yeah. but I just think, you know, you got to look at the quarterback play in this one. And I think these are two of the obviously best stories for quarterback in the entire league. I mean, Jalen Hurts, unbelievable. Um, and then just everything Brock Purdy's come in and done. I, I think he's won, what, eight or nine in a row. Um, something like that. It's just very impressed with him and his poise as a rookie and being Mr. Irrelevant too, on top of that. Uh, but I, I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to Jalen Hurts being just such a stud quarterback and superior. So I'm taking the Eagles. Okay. All right. So looking at this game, the Eagles have the number one offense as far as points per game and yards per game in the NFC. San Francisco has the number one defense as far as points per game and yards per game in the NFC. I've been on San Francisco for a long time. I'm a little worried they're 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 a tad banged up. Christian McCaffrey in that last game, 
had a little bit of a calf issue. I, I don't know how effective or how much that'll play into this week, but I got to stick with the 49ers because quite frankly, I've been on them for six, seven weeks. Why get off the train now? I'm going to like the fact that you're getting three points with that number one defense. So I'm going to go against you guys head to head, and I'm going to take San Francisco. And I love the fact that I get that extra half point because even if they lose by a field goal, I can at least tie this thing. So I think you added that half point yourself. <laughs> no, I, I, I literally looked 15 minutes ago mm. and it said minus three. Yeah, it'll be ooh. back to two and a half in about 15 minutes <laughs> when we're done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, okay. So I'm taking the 49ers. I'm sticking with it. Next, we're going to go with the Bengals and Chiefs. And we'll start with Mark, the line on this one, because this one has been moving all over the place. Started at Kansas City two and a half when the game was first announced. Then it got all the way up to Cincinnati was minus two and a half. And now it is back to Kansas City minus a point. So we're going to go with Kansas City minus a point at this moment. Mark, you're first on this pick. Oh, this one's very, very difficult. Um, obviously, the Bengals' hottest team in football. Um, you know, Joey Biscuits is just unbelievable. Um, and then, you know, the injury to Pat, Patrick Mahomes, although, you know, the it looks like he's okay. But, you know, we won't know really until the game starts. Um, but this one just hurts me to do it, but I, I got to take the Chiefs at home oh. at Burrowhead. I'm still going with the Chiefs. Okay. Anthony? Or should I go? Do you go want ahead. me to go next? Yeah, go okay. Ahead. All right. So initially I, I thought Chiefs on this one. I really did think in the home field advantage, thinking that people were overreacting to the potential ankle injury. Uh, then you pull up the trends, and all the trends to me are pointing towards Cincinnati. Look, they've they're twenty one and five against the spread in their last twenty six games. Burrow eighteen and one against the spread in his last nineteen games as a favorite of less than seven points. Chiefs eleven losses against the spread this year, which is a record for a team in the uh, championship round of of the playoffs. But gosh, all that is. It's pointing towards Cincinnati, but I am going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs. I think they've won three. Uh, they've lost three in a row to the Bengals. This is the time I think they flip the switch and uh, turn it around. And I think that Kansas City pulls off the win, despite all the trends that are telling me to take the Bengals. I am going to take Kansas City, giving the point. Anthony, you're taking the Chiefs. I'm taking the Chiefs. Wow. Yep, I am taking. You guys the Chiefs. have opened the door for me to be the only one on Cincinnati, which is. Kind of surprising, and I'll tell you why. A couple years ago, when Kansas City was 14-1 and one or whatever and took on the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl, uh, we knew that the Chiefs' offensive line was kind of banged up, and everyone kept saying it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mahomes is the magic man, and you just can't bet against him when it came down to it. Look what happened. They got wrecked, and Kelsey ate up Tampa, and they still got wrecked. And... It's not that I don't believe Mahomes could have a good game. He might have a good game and they lose. The, everyone's making this about the legacy. If Burrow beats Mahomes again, he'll be the, quote, better quarterback. Not necessarily. I mean, they could both have good games. It's still a team game, right? Yeah. And so I'm going to uh, take the Bengals because I believe that they are a better complete team right now than Kansas City. And I'm even taking off the table the Mahomes and the ankle and all that. They have controlled Kelsey in the games they've played against him. They, I mean, this running game for Kansas City is real, and it better be real. And then we get to find out if, if Kansas City can get after the passer because they pressure a lot. 
Um, will they be able to sack Burrow? He's been getting the ball out real quickly. I think the running game is now alive and well for Cincinnati. And all of a sudden, KC, now, them being kind of a psychological dog at home, even though they're favored, that, that the Burrow had comments and all that, we'll find out that if that matters. But I am going to ride the team right now that I think is not just hot, but they might actually be better. And it doesn't matter where they go. It's they can beat anybody right now. I, this, this is probably their year. If Kansas City does win this game, it's because they got – they were more effective against Cincinnati's makeshift offensive line than Buffalo was. They bother Burrow a little bit where he can't get those explosive plays. And Mahomes can still do his magic. And the running game comes along for the ride with Pacheco and McKinnon. So I am going to take – I'm getting Cincy in a point – Yep, they're getting a point. Yeah, I'll take the Bengals plus one. Okay. All right. I like it. Here we go. Now we're going to go to our props contest. So, uh, Mark, you have you've picked, um, let's see, you are on uh, the Eagles and you're on Kansas City. I'm on Kansas City and the 49ers. And Anthony is on the Bengals and the Eagles. So we don't have – none of us have the same two teams, nice. which is nice. So we got we got a little separation between us on those picks. But now we're going to go with who's going to have the most passing yards this weekend. I will go first with the, with the pick on this one. And look, last weekend when we did this, Josh Allen ended up with the most passing yards. Didn't have a good day, but uh, ended up having 265 passing yards, so the most passing yards. Yeah, the Mahomes injury obviously hurt. Big time. You yeah, that was yeah. a huge factor in who ended up having the most. Uh, all right, for this week, though, I think I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes. Look, I'm taking the Chiefs to win mm. the game. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to have to throw for probably 300 yards in order to do that. So I think he will. I'm going to take Mahomes as the most passing yards. Uh, Mark, who are you taking? Which quarterback with the most passing yards? I'll take Joey Biscuits. Okay. Here we go. And Anthony? Uh, that was a nice, quick, emphatic <laughs> statement from Mark there. Um, that was my. That's kind of my you know, first instincts would be to go with Burrow and the weapons that he has. And, boy, Scott may be right in the fact that Mahomes is going to have to throw the ball, but I do think they're going to run it a little bit too. So um, I will take Burrow along with Mark. Okay. All right, just so you guys know the over-under numbers going in, and I'll tell you this after the picks have already been made. Uh, it's Mahomes, 281 and a half. It's Joe Burrow, 276 and a half. It's Jalen Hurts at 247 and a half. And Purdy is 218 and a half. So those are your over under passing yard totals going into the weekend's game. Now let's do rushing yards. And uh, we'll start with Anthony. Yeah, I, I would like to take go back to the well with CMC, but that calf is really concerning me right now. So I am going to take – it was close. I almost went with Pacheco, but mm. I'm going to go with Mixon. Okay, we got Joe Mixon on the board. And Mark? I'll take McCaffrey. Put some icy hot on that thing. He's ready to go. Ooh, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm also going CMC. Now, odds are saying that Anthony has made the best pick, uh, but only by a yard. So Mixon is 57 and a half, uh, CMC 56 and a half, and then you've got Sanders at 49 and a half. And uh, so then we move on to receiving yards now. By the way, looking back at last week, do you guys know 
who had the most rushing yards in the games last weekend? This is a fun little question for yeah, you. Yeah, I think I do. Was it wasn't ETN, was it? It was not ETN, okay. who I chose, but he did not. He was, was actually it, was it, uh, 50 yards behind the guy who's in first. That many, huh? Yeah. Then it must have been my boy Pacheco. Okay, it was not. It was not. It was, it was uh, Gainwell, right? Kenneth Gainwell oh, I would had 112 that. <laughs> That's rushing ridiculous. yards. Uh, mostly <laughs> in junk time right near the end of That's the game. That's nuts. But 112, so yeah. none of us would have even had yeah. him anywhere on the board for that one. Okay, receiving yards. Receiving yards uh, will start out. Let's see, who did the last one first? Um, Anthony did. So let's go with uh, Mark first on receiving yards. So last week um... – Anthony took this guy. He underperformed, um, but I don't expect it two games in a row. I'm, I'm going to take A.J. Brown here. Ooh, okay, A.J. Brown. I love the pick. Um, I might hedge a little bit now and because I'm so heavy on Cincinnati. Uh, I could go back to – I could go to Kelsey here and just say that he's going to get targeted forever, but Cincinnati's done such a good job of making sure somebody else beats them besides him, so – Go ahead and give me Jamar Chase. Chase. So, I mean, I'm already all all Cincinnati. Might as well go all in. Yeah, you're yeah. all in yeah. on the Bengals. Yeah. You got Mixon. You went Burrow. Yeah. Now you're going to go Chase. A lot of yards from the Bengals for you. Uh, okay, so I am going to go with Travis Kelsey. You, you might as well uh, do a little correlated parlay. If you're going to take Mahomes with the passing yards, there's going to be somebody, and it's probably going to be Kelsey uh, receiving the ball a lot and getting a lot of yards. So I'm going to go Kelsey for the most mm-hmm. receiving yards. All right, those are your, our five picks across the board, all different as far as receiving yards. Uh, you were mixing, Anthony. Mark and I were CMC for the rushing yards and then for the passing yards. I was Mahomes and you two were Joe Burrow. Okay. One with uh, receiving last week. Uh, the top on receiving last week. Let's see. I think. Think? I know Kelsey probably had the most receptions, but I don't think he had that as many yards. You, you know what? I didn't write that down. I, I, it was not Kelsey because I, I – oh, wait. I did write it down. Um, nope. Nope. I don't. I don't I, think I, – I certainly don't think it was in the uh, – was it was, – wasn't C.D. Lamb, was it? was C.D. Lamb. Okay. Thank you. Right. Yes, it was C.D. Lamb because yeah. I went through all the stats, and I, I thought I wrote them all down, but I, I did and notice loss, that C.D. Lamb was well had over 100 yards, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. I think he was like 112 or something yeah. like that. It was Sounds definitely right. C.D. Lamb. You're right. All right, before we go, right now, two weeks before the Super Bowl, you have one team. Now, the, the odds across the board are really close if you look at the futures bets. One team right now to win the Super Bowl. Obviously, you guys have made your against the spread picks. Right now, which way would you lean on who is going to win it all? Anthony, you go first. It's hard for me to say. I mean, it's hard for me to say, not that I don't know what to say. It's it's hard for me to say Cincinnati, but I'm going to say it. I, yeah. I, I think they're, they are as good as it gets right now. They don't care who they play, where they play them. It's going to be tough. I agree. But... I'm already kind of – you start thinking of Burrow versus Brock Purdy in a Super Bowl. You start thinking about Burrow versus Jalen Hurts and Sirianni. Like, those would be great games. I get – and Burrow against Bosa and San Francisco would be great. Burrow against Hurts. I love them both. And I'm not discounting Kansas City. You still got to go in there and beat them. But 
man, it feels like Kansas City's an underdog in this game. It does. It, it's so weird. Despite uh, being a one-point yeah, favorite. Yeah, and maybe it works for them. Maybe it's finally because this is a rare opportunity for them to actually be the the sympathetic underdog, even at home, which is so rare. But, you know, the lean is that Cincinnati backs up their talk is what it feels like to me. Okay, Mark. Oh, by the way, guys, a, a line update. That Eagles game is back down to two and a half. Perfect. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It has to be. <laughs> Hang kidding. on. I'm going to check. I still have two and a half on the board. So Just, I don't. No, really? Yep. Okay. Nope, I don't. You have two and a half. Two and a half. Okay, we got to where you're disc- getting that discrepancy among sports books. Because I have I can two and a half, you. and I have the Bengals plus one and a half. Um, I, so I have I have three, <laughs> and I have one. So, <laughs> Mark, what do you have? <laughs> I I don't know. <laughs> I, I think we ought to take the spreads that we, you know, kind of. I think it should be two and a half. I think I think you definitely do use that to your own advantage. I have Scotty. two and a half. And I have the Bengals plus one and a half. Oh, wait. I took the alternate spread at three. No, I'm kidding. Yes. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Uh, okay. All so right, if it comes down to that, we'll have it out next week. There you go. Yeah, yeah. There you go. All right, Mark. Super Bowl thought real quick. Rocky, Vince Papali. I'm going all the way with Philly. Okay. Okay. So we all three have different teams. That's awesome. amazing. It's fun. I've got the 49ers. I'm going to stick with it. All right. That's it for cashing out this week. Can't wait to talk Super Bowl next week. Thank you.